there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. We are live in downtown Las Vegas, and we're going to kick off this hour with some college football talk as professional sports better, and I think a new pitch man some, somewhere down the load for a beer company. Be a good slogan sometime, maybe to call something yeah. like the, you know, the most interesting person in the world. That'd be a good idea, maybe, if a beer company wants to take off and run with that. Paul Stone joins the program now. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm doing great, guys. Glad to glad to be with you. And we're getting close to to college football. I guess we're about what eleven days away from uh, real games. So it's an exciting time of the year. Yes. Yep. And here we go with the uh, the baddest of them all left. As you're going to preview the SEC, let's begin. Uh, you're going to do a couple of win totals and then an outright winner for the conference title. Let's begin with Tennessee, the non-con. Uh, they have Virginia and Texas San Antonio. They play at Florida in their third game. They get South Carolina and A&M at home. Then they play at Bama and at Kentucky consecutive weeks. They're at Missouri. They play Georgia before the final week of the regular season when they are against Vandy. The win total is nine on the Volunteers. and I mean, it was a great story. Must-watch TV last year, Paul. This team's going to win 10 games? You know, first of all, I'll say I'm, I think I'm kind of going against the grain a little bit here because I am going to recommend going under nine. Uh, volunteers, though, man, Josh Heupel. First of all, you know, I want to start out by saying Josh Heupel, he wasn't Tennessee's first choice uh, to succeed Jeremy Pruitt. He wasn't even their second choice. Uh, but make no mistake about it, Josh Heupel was the correct choice. Uh, they were coming off a three and seven season when he took over prior to 2021. Uh, they exceed all expectations in year one, won regular, uh, seven regular season games. And then last year, they're ranked number one uh, in the college football playoff committee's first rankings in early November. Uh, they go on to win 10 regular season games, uh, top it off with an 11th uh, victory, 17 point win over Clemson in the Orange Bowl, finished sixth in both major polls. 
So why am I recommending Tennessee to go under its 2023 regular season win total? You know, first of all, it's all about the number, and nine's a pretty high bar to clear in the SEC, as you indicated with some of those schedule dynamics. That schedule ranked uh, the 18th toughest in the nation by one publication. As you indicated, they host two-time defending national champion Georgia. I had them getting six in that game. They traveled to Alabama. I have them getting 10 in that game. So both probable losses, if they win, if they lose one more game, rather, we get a push, uh, two more games, and we get a win. I think there's going to be a little bit of a drop-off at quarterback from Hendon Hooker to Joe Milton. Uh, they lost their top wide receiver, Jalen Hyatt, 1,267 yards, 15 receiving touchdowns. I just think eight and four in the regular season sounds about right. So I'm taking Tennessee under nine at minus 110. Okay, very good, sir. Another under. Uh, disaster with the Brian Harsons era with Auburn. It's over. Hugh Freeze takes over. They won five games last year. What are your thoughts on Auburn, and what number did you get? You know, there's a lot of buzz and excitement uh, there on the plains uh, surrounding the hiring of former Ole Miss head coach Hugh Freeze. Uh, but as they say, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, and I would add to that, Rome never had to compete in the SEC West. You know, from a schedule perspective, uh, first of all, they do have three relative tap-ins in the non-conference. They've got home games against UMass, Samford, and New Mexico State. But their fourth non-conference game, that's a week-two trip across the country to Berkeley to face the Cal Golden Bears. That game's scheduled to kick off at 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Auburn's in the central time zone, so that's a 9.30 p.m. kickoff on, on, on you know, so-called body clock time. I'd make Auburn in that game minus four and a half against Cal. Uh, you look at their uh, eight-game non-conference schedule, rather. They're going to be favored at Vanderbilt the first Saturday in November, likely be uh, around a field goal favorite the week before that against Mississippi State at home. But other than those six mentioned games, I don't believe they're going to be favored in any of their other six games. I think six and six sounds about right for Auburn this year. They're only 17 and 19 straight up over the last three years. They're going to have, you know, they've had shaky quarterback play last year. I don't think it's going to be greatly improved this year. I've got Auburn to go under seven minus 140 there at Circa. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Paul Stone, our guest, professional sports better. He's on Twitter, at Paul Stone Sports, and that's also the name of his podcast that you can listen to wherever you get your podcast. I could be wrong on this, Paul, but it feels to me like it's more open uh, for teams to win the SEC title this year than any previous year that I can remember. I mean, going back probably at least 8, 10 years. Uh, Georgia, LSU, Alabama, of course, maybe Texas A&M, according to some people. Who did you land on to win this thing outright? And first of all, I agree with you. And I mean, a lot of it's just because of the uncertain quarterback situations, primarily at Georgia, you know, the two primary co-favorites. But I landed on Alabama at plus 275 to win the SEC. And again, like their uh, fellow juggernaut Georgia, they do have big questions at quarterback. They've got three contenders. Uh, Jalen Milrow uh, played, quite, uh, played a little bit last year. He's big and athletic. He's an exceptional runner. Got to make uh, considerable strides, though, in the passing game to be an every-down quarterback, uh, at least at a championship level. Then redshirt freshman Ty Simpson and Notre Dame transfer Tyler Buckner, the other two contenders. 
going to be a lot of eyes on Tuscaloosa to see who will be named the opening game starter at quarterback. But important to note, the week one starter against Middle Tennessee might not be the week nine starter against LSU. You know, some have questioned Alabama's uh, number three ranking in the coaches' preseason poll that came out yesterday. They believe the Tide are on a slow, steady decline. Uh, but to paraphrase Mark Twain, from my perspective, the demise of Alabama has been greatly exaggerated. Uh, they continue to recruit well. Uh, they've had uh, the number one class on two occasions in the last four years. A name to remember, I think he'll be critical this year, Malik Benson, regarded by many is the nation's top junior college recruit in the class of 2023. He's a wide receiver out of Hutchinson Community College. I think he could be that special go-to receiver the Tide has lacked the last couple of years. Alabama's going to be favored in all 12 of their regular season contests, and possibly by at least six points in all 12. Mm -hmm. I like Alabama plus 275 to win the SEC. Incredible appearance last week. Most interesting man in the world. No doubt the story you told uh, last week. You also... Uh, owned a spa and massage school that you recently sold. What is the appropriate tip, in your opinion, when you get a massage? Let's say 50 minutes. You know, Polly, what I like to tell client customers is, you know, give as much as you feel like you can possibly give and then try to give a little bit more. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 You know, an appropriate appropriate tip, I would use the restaurant standard, you know, 15 to 20%. Really? You know, certainly some, yeah, 15 to 20% is what most people give. Wow. You know, some businesses will put that, that guide, you know, uh-huh. and yeah. kind of suggest what the tip should be. And we never did that at our place. You know, we wanted to leave. We wanted to treat the customer like we wanted to be treated, but we just left it up to the customer. Some customers certainly treat, uh, certainly rather tip much more. And then you do have some customers who don't tip at all, but you provide the same service, you know, each and every time. But Paul thinks much more than 15, 20%. Yeah, you can't even compare it to, I mean, if it's a 50-minute massage right. and what they're doing compared to, like, uh, give me the sea bass and mac and cheese. Yeah, would you like a refill of your Diet Coke, sir? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and, and massage therapists, man, they like uh, people like you. And Paulie's a big spender. Paulie takes care of people, yeah. so that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's tipped well in the past. Uh, what, the perils and maybe the, the negatives of, of owning that, I mean... Is, is it all teddy bears and ice cream, or could it, could it be bad and treacherous territory at times if you could maybe share a story or two in all the years that you, you owned one? Well, my wife, Abby, and I owned the massage school for almost 20 years, and I want to be sure, you know, she was she was huh? the uh, quarterback. You know, she, yep. she's the guiding force. She taught in the classroom. She was the director. I played a critical role, but she was she was our bread and butter. But it's just it's a lot like an athletic team. You know, you bring people in, you try to, grow their confidence, you develop those skills. Uh, a lot of people have had unsuccessful, you know, academic past, if you will. They've got to learn anatomy, physiology, pathology. We're going to learn all 206 bones in the body, any of the 600 or so muscles. So there's a lot to learn, and they can be intimidated. So you build up their confidence. And also a lot like an athletic team, uh, we sometimes take transfer students from other schools that maybe didn't make it at their previous stop. And unfortunately, our track record, if they didn't make it somewhere else, uh, they probably weren't going to make it at our place. Even though we were going to try to do the best we could with them, uh, we, we probably had a little bit higher standard. You know, we didn't do it this way. 
your way or any old way. We did it our way and the way that we knew was uh, successful in developing uh, professional massage therapists over the past 20 years. My God, so you were busy tracking two different transfer portals. That's, uh, Absolutely. that's a lot of man hours, Paul. Yeah. It was, and you know, basically, basically, I did the business part of it. I paid taxes and uh, did schedules and handled the spa uh, aspect of it uh, by and large. But it was a lot of fun. But it's time to, you know, kind of shift gears and uh, recreate ourselves. So we're looking forward to uh, our next adventure. And certainly, I'm concentrating even more now on handicapping. Yeah, very cool. Uh, great appearance again today, and la- awesome job on the panel last week at Bet Bash as well, Paul. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Hey, love being with you guys every Tuesday. Y'all have a great week. He's on Twitter, at Paul Stone Sports, and that's also the name of his podcast, which you can get wherever you listen to your podcasts. What a life. Huh? Amazing, really. And you find out something new with Paul Stone. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah, Excellent. The, the, if you're just tuning in right now, he was on last Thursday, and you can go back and search that episode. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, just look for Follow the Money. It was in the uh, 8 a.m. Eastern hour. The story that he told about, you know, covering capital punishment and death row and then being an ultra-marathon runner as well. I mean, just, who knew? Uh, Major League Baseball up next. It doesn't mean it's going to be a winner, but I think we have the single most lopsided matchup of the entire year today. I'll explain next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is follow the money on vsan Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets, every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, ROI, who has the hot hand, pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, hippo videos. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today, $19 your first month. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Today's Major League Baseball card, it is a loaded one, Paulie. Uh, yeah. I'm mad yeah. at ourselves. 
I'm mad because we did not give enough attention to the Orioles Padres opening game of their series last night and uh, how this week could be a really good time to make some money betting on the Orioles and fading the Padres. I think it's a perfect recipe. And again, the Padres power rating, Darvish, a, a nice size favorite last night, lost 4-1 to one. tonight. Again, with Waka going on the mound against Flaherty, Padres are favored yet again. Well, uh, a little scared of Waka, but that's... He's, uh, he's good. I'll tell you, Rodriguez has been lights out going back. <laughs> Another great start no, for the Orioles. I know. Waka's fine. He is. Yeah. You know who's not good? The offense. The, the team. No. They're not, and the Orioles yeah. are right there, one of the best teams in baseball. Yeah. And their winning ways continued last night. It's, yeah. a, it's an unbelievable story. And I know you were on the Rays yesterday. You thought it was too short, and they won 10-2. Uh, so that came in. And Diaz uh, checked out Franco, not allowed to be on the road trip. So that was the beginning of, uh, I don't know what how long the story's going to last for him and how many games he's going to miss, but that was a good way to keep pace with the Orioles last night and a good performance by Glasnow. It is a good card, and the, the, the late games are very important as well. Mm-hmm. And I know you talked about this, and Mike North is coming up to our Chicago guy, about this run. Now, I know they're three and a half back, but the price on the Cubs now to make the playoffs, the Milwaukee Brewers are minus 450 at DraftKings to make the playoffs. Think about that. And certainly it looks like two from the Central is going to happen. But Milwaukee has this brutal stretch coming up. And the Cubs, now it's just Cupcake City. It starts with the White Sox, and your guy Hendricks is $1.60. I can't get over that. The last 1,300 pitches, he hasn't, one of them hasn't topped 90 miles an hour. That's... But still finding a way to get people out. So what the Cubs have here with their easy stretch, where it's you know the, the, the Pittsburghs and, and the, the White Sox and, and the easy schedule that they have, we'll see if the Cubs can take pick up major ground here while the Brewers, and they start with the Dodgers, while they're playing so many difficult teams. I mean, it's Kansas City, it's Detroit, it's Pittsburgh, it's Milwaukee, it's the White Sox and, and the and scuffling Reds too. So this would be quite the story if the Cubs were able to do this, and we'll see what Milwaukee is made of coming up. But the Dodgers, again, they are, what are they, eighty tonight with Miller? They, what, I saw them oh, open $2. Two, two, yeah. my, my fault. They are 12-1 and one in August. Yeah, they're 38-20 and 20 so at home. Is, wow. So they are really taken off here. Now it's over in the division, which uh, I did see a mistake two days ago. They were $9 at one spot when they should be a lot higher than that now that they're 11 up. So uh, we'll see what Milwaukee. But I want to stick quickly in that division before you get to uh, what happens tonight one game. But I don't know what price you can get. And Will Hill is reloading and redoing their app and updating their app. So they're down right now. But yesterday they were minus 240, the Giants to make the playoffs, minus 240. I'm, I'm driving in today looking at their schedule, and oh my God. Now, DraftKings has the no plus 125, and I think you can do better than that, but we'll see. They finished this series against Tampa, and we don't know who they're throwing tonight. It's going to be an opener. Atlanta. Phillies. Atlanta again. Reds. Padres. Cubs. Cleveland. Arizona. Dodgers for seven. Seven more times. Padres. They do have seven against the Rockies. How brutal is that schedule? And where are they sitting right now in terms of the wild card? A couple out or a couple above? It's only it's only a game or two. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have all these teams right behind go. them. You are look at that. They're sixty three and fifty six. Good job, guys. They're sixty three and fifty six. They are half up on Miami. Miami's in the playoffs if they started today. They are a game up on the Cubs and a game up. On the Reds. That is the gauntlet they have with their remaining schedule. And a lot of them are on the road. Mm-hmm. So this is 
This is I think that's a great bet to go under their win total, updated wins, and, and bet the no uh, to miss the playoffs. As you were talking, I looked at uh, three or four different books, and there's not nothing posted at this point in the morning. Here's your, quite literally, no exaggeration, this is the biggest mismatch possible in Major League Baseball today. This really could get out of hand. Uh, so how do you want to approach it now? It's the Yankees at the Braves. Yeah. It's Severino taking on this offense, and here's why I'm saying that. Uh, the Yankees are 25 and 30 on the road. They're 17 games above 500 at home, by the way. Uh, but Severino, in the first inning, has an ERA of 13.85, a whip of 2.85, and he's allowed six home runs. If you look at every single qualified pitcher in the first inning alone, and a bunch of them are not good, like Lance Lynn has an ERA of 9. Julio Urias in the first inning has an ERA of 9.5. Wainwright catching him 9.6. Got to keep going. Luke Weaver's ERA in the first inning is 12. Nope. Luis Severino has the f- worst first inning ERA in all of Major League Baseball at 13.85. And I will circle back to a stat that we gave out yesterday, courtesy of Sarah Langs. The Braves in the first inning, 2023, 116 runs, most of any team in any inning, 163 hits, the same, and a plus 70 run differential, 11 runs better than any other team in any inning. And if you look at their first inning run differential on the year, it's better than all but, I think, five or six teams' run differential in the entire sport. That's just, this guy is a complete gas can, and you're looking at the 27 Yankees here with the Braves. Answer your question. I, I it's, it's a hard question. About how to attack it? it? T- team total, run first inning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just number one in runs. Average, OPS, home runs, you're right. They are the 27 Yankees. Not only that, Mitch, I mean, once you, once you lose your confidence, pff, he said, he said yeah. it, I'm the worst pitcher in baseball yeah. right now. His last three starts, he can't even get to the fifth inning. I mean, this guy is batting practice, and you know the Yankees are 29th in batting average, too, so I liked, they got a little something going yesterday offensively, and it didn't matter. So it's just it, it's scary what Atlanta can do to this guy today. And how many runs they're going to score. And it just seems like Olsen and Riley go deep every game, too. You know, Olsen's like minus 240 to lead the league in home runs. He might hit 55 when it's all said and it's done. So, like, this is the offense we thought the Padres were going to give us this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this is the offense the Dodgers have basically had for, I don't know, 10 years yeah. away, it seems. What are you going to do? But it just, I, I'm looking to find, if I can find this. I know DraftKings offers this, but we can't get down in DraftKings. They offer, will the Braves score a run in the first inning? So forget the yes-no combined on both teams. Will the Braves on their own score a run? And I'll see if I can come up with a price on that. I'd like to do, okay. you know, maybe a team total first five over is the play, maybe for the game as well. Um, it just, again, doesn't mean it's going to be a winner, but this, these are staggering numbers here. How about this prop? William Hill and Caesars put this up, and Eric does a great job over there. Um, Braves, Dodgers against the field in the National League. The field's plus 170. How confident are you that that either Atlanta or the Dodgers are in the World Series? Well, I mean, I think I've changed my tune on the Dodgers here. Ever since the All-Star break, they're a machine, and they're getting all these pictures back. This happens all the time, though. Yeah, but they're they're much, their current form right now, they're much better, in my opinion, than what they were three weeks ago, a month ago. You get Walker Bueller back in a month, too. Who knows how that's going to play out? Who knows is right. But then you have the Kershaw issues as well, and and can you trust Urias and some of these guys too? But um, I, the only team that would worry me would be the Phillies. 
Uh, Phillies for sure. Because you can go Wheeler and, and Nola and what they did last year. I mean, it was an incredible yeah. run by the Phillies. And I, I would, I, I, I don't want to completely write off the doors, to be honest. If they can go, if they're going to, if they get in, by the way, that's a, if it's Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta, the way Peralta's going right now, uh, that's lethal one, three. Here's one, two, three. Here's what I found at DraftKings. If you search under, if you click on the game itself and go up to first inning and go down a little bit, Couple of bets on the Braves tonight. How about a Braves with a home run in the first inning at plus three thirty? Well, they hit a home run in the first inning. Yes, he's allowed six on the year. Again, the ERA is almost fourteen. Oh, yeah. Or will the Braves score a run in the first inning? Is plus one fifty. Okay, I like that. Yeah, you only get the Braves. You don't get the Yankees yeah. there, obviously. But to me, that would be worth betting for sure. I mean, it's. I want this first inning team this year has to rank. It's got to be one of the best in history if it's not the best uh-huh. with the Braves. Yep. Don't you like Javier and the Astros today? Javier's a dollar twenty against Cueto. I'm a little afraid of this Real team right real. now. Should they really? Be, should they be eight dollars to make the playoffs? No. I agree. No, they should, they not, should not be eight dollars to make the playoffs. No. Tough schedule and uh, mm-hmm. at least coming up. Not that bad the rest of the way, but the way Texas is playing now. What are they? They're eleven and two in August. Scherzer. Oh. I mean, where was that Scherzer in New York? My God, yeah, right. seven innings, one hit, 11 strikeouts. This team is awesome right now, and then up three and a half games in the division. Yeah, I, I'm surprised Houston's number is that big, to be honest. I mean, it's not like they have a stranglehold on no. uh, a spot there in the wild yeah, card. although a bad loss by Seattle last night. That's baseball. Concur. Gilbert has been unbelievable, and he gets lit up. I did see they were sent out $1.35 in the marketplace. I thought that was too high with Wheeler. Wheeler was $1.35 in Toronto? Wow. Come back. It's come down now. Yeah. Kikuchi's been good. Mike North on the show coming up next. We're going to preview the Chicago Bears with a longtime radio host in that great city. Had a really strong offseason. Will it be enough to put them over their win total? We'll ask him next here on VEASAN. This is Follow the Money on VEASAN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We previewed the Chicago Bears on our own an hour ago. Now we welcome in a legendary broadcaster from Chicago, part of the Odds Couple podcast. Mike North joins the program now via Skype. Good morning, sir. How are you? Am I in the right spot? You're good to go. What's going on, Paulie? It's (laughs) great to talk to you guys. What's new? Hey. Any coffee this morning or not yet? You're going to wait till you're off the air. Oh, I have a coffee maker in my bedroom. I have a Starbucks machine. I have a pot before uh, before 6 o'clock. I get up about 3.30 now. I used to get in at 3.30. Now I get up at 3.30. <laughs> so I want to make sure that you guys are ready to go. And I, I, I play golf Monday and Wednesday morning. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I love doing what I do, but talking sports, it's not a job, uh, so to speak. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a pleasure just to be on with uh, two pros. I, I think you guys are, in my opinion, uh, the fifth best duo who's ever done talk show. Oh, and Jesus. Come on. The first four were shows I was involved in. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, hey what, uh, what? I give you $3 million. You can't have coffee the rest of your life. Could you do it? No. Five? There's no way. Five? Well, I'm a very addictive guy in a lot of different ways. And uh, I, I think, uh, and there's no rumor to the truth that I was in the uh, St. Cloud lacrosse area at the time of your uh, birth, uh, Paulie. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm a very addictive personality. I really enjoy. Uh, That's a great line. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, we went to lacrosse with Ditka, but that was way before, uh, after uh, Bali. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, playing yeah. goalie over there. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I think we can all agree that the Bears have had a, a pretty good off season with some of the additions that they made. They addressed some right. key weaknesses, right? Is yes, that sir. enough for you to get on board? I mean, they, they had three wins last year. To get on board, Mike, and say they're going to win eight, nine games and go over their win total and be a playoff contender this year? What I'm going to tell you, Mitch, is this perfectly set that I uh, am, for the first time since 1960, I could tell you what the, each team was going to do each year because we used to have the same team back every year, which was torture in itself. Uh, <laughs> the 63 Bears won the championship. I hope they do something for them because it's been 60 years. Uh, since that time, this will be the 60th year. Uh, but I cannot tell you if they're going to win over seven and a half or lose, I think, uh, under seven and a half because it's all depending on Justin Fields. Now, I've been, I like to get ahead of the game, and I've said that they shouldn't have replaced the last guy. And I looked at the stats this morning for the first 25 starts for each guy, and it looks like so far I'm right. But they didn't list Justin Fields' rushing stats against the last guys. But they also didn't list his turnovers with the last guy. So uh, it's, I hear people now that were on his bandwagon saying this is, he's got to do it this year. If he doesn't do it this year, forget about it. But you know what? He, we don't know how to treat quarterbacks in this town. He went three for three for 129 yards and, and two touchdowns. DJ Moore scored one. There were five 10-yard passes, one to the left, one to the right. The guy goes all the way. And they're going, well, he didn't do anything. Well, then you miss 70% of Joe Montana's career. <laughs> you know, they, sh they show him throwing bombs to Jerry Rice. Half his most of half his career was throwing five-yard swing passes to Tom Rathman, Roger Craig. I can name you all sorts of guys, Tom Brady. So he gets criticized even if he does good and does what he's supposed to do. So this might be the year, maybe. I've had guys, a good friend of mine, Al Harris, former Philadelphia Eagle. He told me last year that he was going to explode. It didn't happen. This year? I don't know. Let's hope it happens. Maybe they're one of the five, six surprise teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that make it the next year. Okay, so so let's say he has a big year and the offense is, is firing on cylinders. What, will they get stops? What are your thoughts on the defense and how bad they were last year? Great. That's a great question because nobody talks about it. And I watched the first game, and it was a, you know, a game that's vanilla. You know, uh, Fields did his thing, and that's it. But you know what they kept doing to us? Running up the middle. They did some stops. They were predictable. But I think you'll be able to run on the Bears' front four. And we got rid of a linebacker named Roquan Smith, who was only 26 years old, but it was time for him to get paid. So they let him go. Mm -hmm. You know? So uh, I'm with you, Paulie. I think it's up. I mean, are we going to see 31-30 games? Are we going to see games where they are ball-controlling us and we can't get on the field on offense? Very few limited snaps. Like I said... I would not touch the over under okay. uh, for this for this year at least. I I just I'm a bear fan. I'll just wait and see and see. And I don't want to be proven right on this. I hope I'm wrong because we need a winner. Well, where, where do you think they are in the pecking order of that division? It's a very close division, in my opinion, with all these teams. You're right. Well, then we're going to find out the first eight games of his career. We're going to find out. I mean, the first eight games this year, guys, yeah. because. If he doesn't beat Green Bay in the first game, it could spiral. Now, I find it amazing. Green Bay lost a franchise quarterback. Greatest four, four MVPs to Brady's three. And I find it amazing that we're only three-point favorites 
against a guy that was proposed to be not that good, who hasn't played in three, four years, but learned under Aaron Rodgers. If the Bears win that game, they could be on a roll. If they lose that game, look out, folks. It's going to start getting scary. Going to start getting scary. Not to say they can't bounce back the next week, but those first two games, they're favored. Very good. Follow yeah. the money, Paulie Mitch Feast in the Sports Betting Network, the Chicago legend Mike North, our guest, North to North on Twitter. I saw you tweet this out. You walk the dog every morning. You got a good-looking <laughs> pooch. So you talked about this. Great call. I don't know if Ricketts listened to you. I hope you know you have a relationship with the guy. I hope he listened to you. But why were you so adamant that the, the Cubs had to go for this and they were going to make a mistake if they were sellers at the deadline, and now you look like a genius. They're on a 16-6 and six run, and they're favored to make the playoffs. Yeah, well, the reason I did, because I just went through four years of health with the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> yes. And then I was hearing from everybody, I panned this from day one, the rebuild, because I knew who was rebuilding. Now, it's a different story with the Chicago Cubs. They're not afraid to spend a buck. I believe Bellinger and them are going to get together on this. I think he's happy as heck. He's a he's an early season, I mean, a late season pick along with Justin Steele for Cub MVP, and I know he's going to get some votes for regular season MVP. He's found himself here. He was in his version of hell where he was at before. Things hadn't been working out. So I happen to think that Bellinger's going to resign. I wanted him to keep this team together. Last year, I told him to keep Hap and Contreras. Judd, Jed Hoyer got rid of one of them, kept Hap. I think that was a good move. You don't get rid of your pieces. I mean, we traded a guy in Chicago, Chris Sale, for Johan Moncada and coping. So I, mm-hmm. I don't want to go through the nonsense of, you know, they said Mankata was the best prospect they had. Devers and Benatendi were at the time, and they basically sold us this bad bill of goods, and it's been a spiral ever since. I like the Cubs. They got healthy fast. They got a good core. They want to win. They're all business. Nobody's wearing any nonsense in the dugout. Uh, you know, when they hit a home run, they just give each other high fives. So I like their chances. They're only, I think, a half a game out of the wild card right mm-hmm. now. And I do look good, but I could have been on the other side, Paulie. I could have. And I don't think the Angels had any any choice. I thought they had to show Otani they were going to go for it. It's been a disaster, uh, but they weren't going to get If I give you and Mitch a million bucks, I mean, if you give me a million bucks, I give you four cents back. That's what you were, you were never going to get equal value for Otani. So I think for the fan base, they had to go for it. It didn't work out. Do you think if the Cubs make it, and this goes for any of the like uh, lower teams that would be considered mm-hmm. playoff teams in the National League, uh-huh. are, are, you, are you on board with uh, you know the parity existing again this year? I mean, look at again last year, the, what the Phillies did came out of nowhere and came out and almost won the World Series. Would a team like the Cubs, would a team like the Brewers be live, or do you think the Braves and the Dodgers are just so up here that there's a whole other tier below them and they're not going to lose one of those top two, top two teams at the, at the very top there? I think the Braves should win it. I love Houston uh, and the American League. I like those teams, but the Braves, they have four guys that play every day. Acuna, Albi, um, uh, who's the first, Polson, oh, Olsen, yeah, and the third baseman. They play every day. I mean, they play more days than the teams in Chicago. Those guys, Chicago White, they golf. They play every game, it seems like. They got a great culture there. They got, I just think Atlanta's the best team in baseball. I think they're on a roll. Uh, uh, Their manager sits and, you know, puts his hand on the railing, goes next, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's that easy. It's that you have an incredible life. He looks like he's he's beleaguered. You know what I mean? And he's got to be the happiest guy in the world. He just doesn't show it. Yeah. 
Uh, come visit. We'll go to Joe's. Come on, get get to Las Vegas. We'll hang out. Well, listen, first of all, I want to thank Joe's. I want to thank Rich Melman. I'm an investor. I wanted to buy even more of the piece of Joe Stone. Uh, invest in it, and they have that rule. No, you got one. I just got my residual check. Things are healthy in Vegas. I'm off for expansion. I'm waiting for the circuit jet to pick me up, Paulie, because I got to be honest with you. I, I'm not going to O'Hare to wait for six hours, and then, uh, you know, you get on the flight, and some lady picks a fight with me because my headphones are too loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I want to get down there. I used to go, I mean, I've been, I, I know John Avello. I know Artman Paris. I know all those guys. I I did remotes in Vegas 30 years ago uh, from, from the frontier to the, I mean, to the Desert Inn. My God. Uh, I mean, just great stuff. Bally's. Uh, we did Bally's one year when the sports book was in the basement. I don't know if it still is. I mean, MGM. Hey, had a great You're the best. Yeah, Thanks so much for the time you today. Guys we appreciate are the best. that. Anytime you need me, I'm up. I'm drinking. You're, oh. You are. Oh, pot. We'll get into uh, some college football up next. You know, it's pretty much every single year, Paulie, mm-hmm. that a team in the top 10 finish, finishes the year unranked. We'll kick that around coming up here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. College football playing for keeps next Saturday. Become a VEASAN subscriber. Get our college football and NFL guides. Only VEASAN subscribers. Get all the tools to prep for the upcoming season. Profiles of every team. Stats. Power ratings. Best bets on win totals. Player awards. Sign up today for $199. You get both guides and full access through the Super Bowl. $199. Or join for $19 for your first month and see everything we have to up your betting game. VEASAN.com slash subscribe become part of the sports betting network. All right, so looking at uh, college football here and teams ranked in the top 25 and maybe even a little bit deeper than that, beyond that, top 10 will go. A uh, good tweet from Brett McMurphy as a re- uh, reminder. Brett is a great college football insider. 
was on the show last week with us. Uh, he asked the question, which top 10 team, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, LSU, USC, Penn State, FSU, Clemson, and Washington will finish unranked, unranked every year for the past 21 seasons, except in 2019, at least one preseason top 10 team finished the season unranked. Last year, it happened to be three teams, A&M, Baylor, and Oklahoma. And I think if you go back, by the way, it's been a couple or several teams in most years, not just one. This is stronger than worse the first every year in the NFL. I mean, I knew this happened, but I didn't know it was every year except one. That's nuts. My answer is Washington. If I pick one, you? You go Penn State? Don't trust Franklin? What do you think? Penn State would be high on my list. Um, you got to pick at least one or two, three, right, to be up there? Uh, you have to, what, uh, what about if Bama? Florida State, right? I mean, the, the, you, you lose to Clemson, you lose to LSU. I'm not even working hard. There's two losses. I'm looking at the yeah the back end of the top ten to be Penn State, Florida State, and maybe uh-huh. Washington has a lot of losable games in the past. Yes, they do. Yeah. So if they happen to go seven yeah. and five, that would be possible. Well, they start the year with Boise. I mean, yeah. never be. Is there any way Bama can lose enough oh, games? No. To, or no. are they Because they're ranked if they're 8-4. and four. Yeah. Are they ranked if they're 7-5? Yeah. and five? But oh, can, I, I can't see that anyways. No, neither I can I. I can't see Nick Saban losing that many games. What, what if LSU is not quite there? What if the hype is uh, too much this year for that team? But it's going to happen. Okay. It's going to be from somewhere. It's not going to be Georgia. Their schedule is way too easy. Yeah. They have too much talent. I'd say the same thing about Michigan. Uh, Buckeyes are loaded, man. Well, USC has done it before. The Matt Barkley team, sure, they were preseason top five, and I, I think went six and seven or whatever it was. I, I think it yeah, will yeah. absolutely happen. I think it's yeah. going to be probably at the back end of those teams. You also have this, yeah. which yep. takes place almost every single year. Which unranked team mm-hmm. will finish either ranked or like in the top ten? Because that's a common occurrence in college football. Now, how about how many times this has happened? In the last thirty years, except twenty eleven and twenty twenty. There's been an unranked team to finish top 10 last year. TCU, Tennessee, Penn State, and Washington. Mm -hmm. My God. Four. But to go, I can't believe that either. That's 30 years, not 21. 28 of the last 30 years it's happened. So to go, I'm looking, boy, am I too aggressive? Am I nuts to think maybe it's a a non-power school? Could that happen? And that's the other thing. Just give these schools no respect. I think that highest team on here is now Tulane at 23. Right. When you look at it, so I would... Who, who are... I mean, it was... Top, top of your head, then. Who are some of the other best, uh, you know, group of five teams that would be close, or like a Texas San Antonio? Yeah, but that, yeah, but that's a big reach, though. I know. To get in there. I know Phil Steele told us he thinks they're the best team. Well, like, uh, but did you consider maybe. Mountain West? Yeah, that counts. I, I mean, they're not they're not power five, obviously, no, so... that counts. That's if a team... It, or could it... It could be an Air Force. Yeah, their schedule's so easy. Mm-hmm. But would an Air Force eleven? Would an eleven and one, twelve and one Air Force get top ten? I don't know. But I guess okay. I have to dismiss that. Apparently, I'll have to go uh, go the power conference route. But that's that's a that's a tough one. Okay, I think you could do it. Also, this tweet was making the rounds yesterday, and and you said it on the air. You're you're very strong against Trey Trey Lance. You don't think the kid can play? No. Yeah. Uh, there's not much evidence that he can. No. Uh, so how about this, Dave Klug with the tweet? Uh, the worst part about the Niners whiffing on Trey Lance is that the next 10 picks, it was a loaded draft, next 10 picks look like this. Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Penny Sewell, 
J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertain, Devontae Smith, Justin Fields, Micah Parsons, and Rashawn Slater. That's just any of those other guys, and imagine this roster with somebody not named Trey Lance they, that they would have taken in the draft. It's incredible. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just Shanahan should take a victory lap every single day at the offices. And like uh, Chuck Edel tweeted, that he was uh, listening to the game. The broadcast team of San Francisco said uh, he's third on the depth chart. It's not even close. Well, yeah, Greg, Greg Papa, who does the play-by-play yeah. on his show yesterday on KMBR, he said it's Sam Darnold is the runaway favorite to be not only the second-string guy, but he can challenge Purdy to start. Oh, God. He doesn't even consider oh. Trey Lance to be even close, not even in the conversation. Wow. Top five pick, he can't even be the backup. Mm-hmm. And, and Mr. Irrelevant is your starting quarterback. Sure. And, and Shanahan said that yesterday. He knew, like, one start in, like, yeah, Purdy's the guy. Purdy's, Purdy's going to be, and mm-hmm. he expects a, a big year from Purdy, and now he's been cleared back-to-back practices. Too. Right. So, you know, you get this boast of things straightened out and stay healthy. It's, but, you know, the schedule's going to be tough, but fine. You should be able to get to 11 wins. Yeah. Okay, you said this earlier in the show. Are people on something or onto something, Paulie, with what they've been betting and how they've been betting the Jets, you know, going all the way back to, I think, January? I grabbed them at 45-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl back then, only because the owner and the GM came out and said, we're going to do something about the quarterback. Mm-hmm. We're going to do whatever it takes. You watched Hard Knocks. Are you on board with the Jets? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I know I'm drinking the Hard Knocks Kool-Aid, but now with the acquisition of Cook, and just to see how they, they couldn't stand Zach Wilson. They couldn't stand him. And after that comment, when they lost 10-3 to the Patriots on a walk-off punt return, he was asked, should I, you, apologize, you owe the defense an apology? And he said no. And he just saw how bad the kid was and how much they even liked Mike White. So now to go to one of the best quarterbacks ever with a chip on his shoulder and something to prove, and, and a guy who takes notes and keeps receipts, just like the head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Um, but this is, I, I just think they, they're going to make the playoffs and going to be a dangerous team this year. Email is ftm at vcin.com. This is from Mike, who's chiming in on the Jets. He says, please remember when you're talking about this team, the quarterbacks who they beat last year. Yep. Brissett. That's true. That's true. Pickett, Skylar Thompson. Yeah. Rippon, Josh Allen, Simeon, and they did beat Aaron Rodgers. Remember, Rodgers was not good in that game. Okay. Well, when I had Mike White in there, I was going to make the playoffs. I go to Buffalo, I have the ball late with a chance to win. The guy has, what, six cracked ribs, you know, all these cracked yeah. ribs and broken ribs. Uh, Berrios drops the game-winning touchdown in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I would have won that game. Yep. I, I have Zach Wilson, who couldn't score 10 points against the Patriots. I lose that game. He was awful in the game at home against New England. He had to put Strevler in against Jacksonville at home. I mean, the guy was awful. So now I have, I have Rodgers, and I have the defensive coordinator of the Jets losing his mind in meetings about the throws he makes. And if you just watch the first episode, it's just like, oh, these throws. So they, 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 they uh, what Salah says, the defensive coordinator, the wide receivers hack it. It's like, oh my God, the throws. Mm-hmm. And the year Wilson's going to have, and the weapons that he has. Well, scary. Okay. So if except just just protect them. That's the one. They got to protect them. Right. Offensive line is going to be the weakness here. By the way, it looks like I, I don't want to base it too much only on one game, but we could have some really poor offensive lines this year in the NFL, mm-hmm. where these teams are going to get yeah. you know constant pressure on the opposing quarterback. If if Aaron Rodgers has the same exact season numbers wise that he had last year with the Packers, you you'd take that right now, would you not? Yeah, like twenty six touchdowns, twelve INTs. Yeah, that'll it, work. It, it, it wasn't good enough for the Packers last year, but that'd right. be good enough for the Jets, I think. Yeah, you got a top five defense. Right. Yes. Now, what happens with Buffalo and Miami? 
remains to be seen. It's a stacked division, and again, they're only like dollar forty to make the playoffs. But um, and you got a great number, but now they're they're betting it, they're pounded. It is sixteen to one here at most places. Um, but I, I wouldn't rule out Rogers MVP consideration too, and I bet that over the weekend here at seventeen to one. I just think that with that number one market and a twelve year playoff drought, and you know who knows, maybe things go sideways for the Bills. Maybe this is the year where it's like, oh, we're the best team. We're so close. Oh, we're uh, so, and then up. Oh, maybe something that happens to two nine wins. That, absolutely, something could happen. And I got a lot of confidence in Mike White though too. If something does happen, but that's and getting in, getting Fangio in his DC is enormous. But again, that's the whole AFC. It's so tough. There's gonna be very good teams that miss the playoffs. And that look no further than the AFC North. No, you're, you're Someone's got to finish in last place. It's a mm-hmm. hell of a division. I can't wait to track throughout the season how the yes-no playoff odds change. Because even if yeah. a team gets off to a hot start in the AFC, uh, I think there's going to be a case to make for at least one, if not two, maybe three teams to like go sideways when their schedule gets a little bit difficult later on in the year. And grabbing plus prices not to make the playoffs might be a good approach this season. Because, again, it's like... People are making the case for 10, 11, 12, 13 teams yeah. to get into the... That can't happen. No, no. And the comeback for the guy with the tweet also. You, you lost Hall. I mean, Hall was running wild. He was awesome. Was going to likely win Rookie of the Year. I think he, he was going to. He had like 140 yards in the game against Denver, and then he got hurt and was out for the year. All right, professional poker player and super contest champion David Baker is going to join the show up next. Find out which teams he's high on and a team not named Arizona. He expects to be a true stink bomb. That's coming up on Follow the Money. It's Visa the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs> 